0: Hey everyone, this is Annan Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ad Bits. Today, I'm going to talk about how to protect your self directed IRA from fraud. So, this is a serious topic, and this is actually a topic that bothers me more so than prohibited transactions. Why? Because in my 12 years or so in the self directed IRA industry, My 20 plus years of being a tax attorney, this is the stuff that just bothers me the most. Yeah, people make mistakes when it comes to prohibited transactions. They don't understand all the rules. There's some confusion about whether you can partner with yourself and and buy real estate. But when it comes to fraud, this just is really the most difficult pill to swallow. And unfortunately, my 12 plus years in this industry, I've seen my share way more than I would wish to see a fraud. And I think I've developed a set of, or a checklist of factors, if you're an IRA investor, to consider before making an investment. Okay. And thankfully, fraud is a very small percentage of all transactions. But in fact, they tend to occur in in one or two types of transactions with most frequency. The first is hard money loans. Okay. Hard money loans, someone comes to you and says, Hey, invest $50,000 and I'll guarantee you a 10% rate of return or a 15% rate of return. So you send them 50,000 bucks and they start sending you payments. And after a while, the payments don't arrive. You call the individual. They have all kinds of excuses why the money's not coming. And then after some time, you realize that you've just invested in a Ponzi scheme. So how do you protect yourself? Number one, do your diligence. Okay. I've never seen fraud when you are the promoter of your own investment. If you're buying the house and you're in charge of the transaction, you found the house. You're not trusting a third party. You're not going to have fraud. Okay? So that's the first essential checklist is try to be in control of the investment. Try to be in control of the process of the cash and of the diligence. When you are in control, when you're the one that found the house and bought it, when you're in charge of making sure the deed gets transferred, you're not going to have fraud. Fraud occurs when there's a promoter, when there's an individual or set of individuals or a company That is soliciting your money to invest. In those cases, especially when they're hard money loans, watch out. Okay, do your diligence. Research the individual. Research the company. They've only been in business six months or a year. There's no track record. Beware. If things sound too good, we're in a low interest environment. If someone's offering you 10% guaranteed, 15% guaranteed, beware. Now, yes, there are hard hard money loan funds that will give you 8%, 10%, 12% returns, but hopefully they're run by credible individuals, a firm with a good track record, or potentially even a company that has filed paperwork with the SEC. So ask questions. There's nothing worse than hearing stories of people that invested their hard earned money into a transaction and there's fraud. And I've seen crazy, crazy stuff whether it's a promoter that essentially sold the same house 20 different times. And at closing, you would come to the closing and you would give the person the money and he'd say, oh, Adam, don't worry. I'm going to mail you the deed in a, in a day. Don't worry. And then you call him up a few days later. Hey, Joe, where's the month? Where's the deed? Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's just my lawyer's been tied up. It's coming next week. And before you know it, you get your first payment. And you kind of forget about the deed. Uh, Who cares about the deed? The money's flowing. And eight months later, it just stops. And it turns out this guy died. And he left a trail of of, of horror of literally 50 plus people that lost 100,000 plus. So if you are investing with an individual or a firm, do your research. That's potentially where the fraud occurs. Hard money loans is probably 60 plus percent of the frauds I've heard come in the hard money loan industry or, or environment. So be careful. Okay. Number two is real estate promoters. When they're promoting investments, beware. Okay. If you're not in charge of the diligence, you're a limited partner, and this is not a well-known fund. It's not filed paperwork, with the SEC. It's an individual who doesn't have the credentials. Um, be careful. Okay. I'm not saying that that individual is going to rip you off. But in my experience, those are the instances where it happens, where you're dealing with a small type of company where there's one or two principals and they don't have a track record, they're they're not regulated, uh, they have nothing filed with the SEC in terms of um, any type of solicitation or subscription. Um, because essentially when you're investing in a real estate fund or a set of loans, it's potentially can be defined as a security that's subject to sec filing. Now there may be a exemption, uh, depending on how much they're raising, but these are the questions you should ask, uh, beware when people are guaranteeing returns. Um, that's, that's something that, you know, scary to me, especially if it's not a loan situation if it's an equity investment. Um, just be careful, um, make sure you're dealing with reputable companies, reputable individuals, and try to do it yourself. You're not going to encounter fraud when you're in charge of the transaction, when you find the house, when you find, when you, it's your investment, it's your strategy, you're not going to be dealing with fraud. Okay. So that's the main thing. Other, the, the only other area that I see some fraud is foreign investments. If you're buying something in a different country, uh, beware, especially if you don't have family in that country or you're not from that country and you're not going to be spending a lot of time in that country, especially if it's a new development and hasn't been built yet, beware. The, the court system in a lot of third world countries are not United States. Okay, If you have a claim, if someone has potentially defrauded you, you're not going to get your money back. Okay, It's just the way it is. The court systems are not as um, I would say in depth and um, not so so much legitimate, but it's it's difficult to get your money back as a foreigner in a foreign um, court system. It's going to cost a lot of money and you're going to have some difficulty uh, retrieving the money, especially if the individual is not a citizen of that country. You know, it's someone who's maybe from Mexico that built something in the Dominican Republic and you sent the money to Mexico and the property was in the Dominican Republic. And it's a mess. I've seen it. It, It's difficult. Now I have a lot of clients that did really, really well with foreign real estate. So I'm not saying it's not a good option. I'm just saying, be careful. If you find the house yourself in Mexico or in Cancun and you know, the area and it's built and you know, you're going to rent it out and you, you know the market. Okay. But if you're just kind of investing, closing your eyes because someone said this area of the Dominican or Costa Rica or Honduras or Guatemala is is the next big thing, be careful. Okay. All in all, self-directed investing is safe. Uh, gives you the ability to pretty much do anything except life insurance, collectibles, and self-dealing transactions like buying a house and living in it. So there's lots of different types of things you can do. Some really cool stuff, some risky stuff, and some potentially dangerous stuff when it comes to the risk of fraud. So be careful, do your research, um, ask questions. Things seem too good. Walk away. If things seem just a little off, like I, I was, I served as an expert witness for, for a company that, um, got sued because some of their clients invested in Turkish bonds. Okay. Number one, if you're investing in Turkish bonds, you better know something about, you know, the Turkish financial marketplace and you know it's risky okay you're not buying us bonds you're buying turkish bonds from someone that wasn't even regulated so i'm not saying you deserve to lose your money but right away you need to think hey this is pretty risky stuff yeah it could be a good deal but is the risk worth the reward i'm only getting 10-15% return okay it's good stuff but there's a good chance i'm going to lose my money because i'm investing in a unstable uh country's um you know treasury uh, it's, it's just risky. So be careful. It's your hard-earned money. This is a long-term investment. It's supposed to be money for your retirement, for your family down the road. It's tax-deferred, so it has a lot of value, especially if you're in Roth. Just be careful, okay? Ponzi schemes generally fall in the hard money loan and the real estate world. So if you're investing in real estate funds, do your research. Make sure you know who the principals are. See what their background is ask for references, ask for a track record if they did a prior fund. Do the math, okay? See what they're doing, if you can, or hire an accountant to look at it. If they promise they're giving you 15% returns, but the numbers just don't work based off what the rent uh, will be charged on on the property and and what the um, development costs and rehab costs could be, if things just sound off and just don't make any sense, they probably don't. Okay, so that's kind of all I want to say. I don't want to scare people away from, from investing in alternative assets. I believe in the ability to diversify. I believe in the ability to control what you invest in. The IRS has given all of us the ability to self-direct. It's in the tax code under 49.75. The only list few things you can't do. So it's entrenched and codified in law that we are able to make alternative asset investments and do different things with our retirement funds other than equities. Or bonds but it's incumbent on us to be smart to be aware that there are bad actors out there and that yes there is a risk of fraud whether you use iras or personal money the reason some of these ponzi schemers target iras is because there's lots of money out there there's over 32 trillion dollars of ira money as of 2021 okay so there's lots of money out there to grab and unfortunately, some people feel, well, it's my IRA. I can't touch it anyways. I'm 42. I can't touch it for another, you know, 18 years without tax. So I might as well just go for it and, and invest in this, you know, new development in Honduras. Okay, um, that may be fine, and that could turn out to be a great investment. But be cautious. Do your research. Make sure it's worth the risk, and make sure the reward. You know, satisfies that risk, um, you know, dilemma. So again, be careful. It's your hard-earned money. There's nothing worse on my end when I I hear of a client that just, you know, basically just lost everything they worked hard for because they they made a stupid investment. And most of the times, you know, I hear, hey, Adam, I knew I shouldn't have done it. It just seemed off. Uh, The guy was a fast talker, just seemed too good to be true. And I, I just got, you know, kind of snuckered into it just take a deep breath. Don't agree to anything. Talk to an accountant, talk to a lawyer, talk to a professional, talk to a family friend, get someone else's opinion. Hey, take a look at the paperwork. Does this seem right? Seem off too good to be true. And it's worth spending a little bit of money upfront with a professional to, to help you navigate some of the, the paperwork and also just give you their opinion, whether this investment seems to make sense. So there you have it. Um, again, thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Appreciate all the support. Give give us a like. It's a weekly podcast. You should also check out AdMail and also, of course, Adam Talks to give you a tax attorney's alternative take to various investment, retirement, and tax subjects. Have a great week. Stay safe. And I'll talk to everyone again soon.